and welcome to this week's episode of esports wrap i'm your host michael amorgan and this week we're going to be continuing on a topic that we kind of touched on last week on the last esports wrap and that's the whole thing that's happening with activision and what's going on with that and well pretty much what to expect going forward so there's some stuff that's happened since our last episode that has kind of thrown things off quite a bit and uh the main thing is well the one that most people are talking about is the fact that uh <laughs> we we talked we did talk about bungie and how we were fearing what's happening with bungie and activision well turns out within 48 hours of my video apparently bungie ha and i'm not saying it has anything to do with my video but it appears that Bungie has and Activision have split. And this leads us to a number of odd scenarios. The main thing is that, okay, so for those who didn't watch or listen to the podcast, Bungie is the company that made Halo, well, the Halo franchise, and they're also the company that made the Destiny franchise. Uh... They made Destiny more so under Activision. So then that leaves us with some odd, odd scenarios. One, is this the beginning of Halo coming back? It is possible. Uh, if you think back to when, well, Halo was a thing and they were under Microsoft and working for Xbox and stuff like that. This was a Hail Mary. Like, this is what people were hoping for. And people thought, you know, okay, it's great. It's under Activision. It's going to get publi um, published. It's going to get, like, a lot of notice out there. And unfortunately, that just did not happen. Um, what's worse is that even though Activision bought Bungie, well, the Destiny series, well, people for starters, there's no more Halo, so people lost out on their favorite franchise. No more Master Chief, essentially. Then comes Destiny, which is kind of like the Activision version of Halo for a lot of people. And it didn't live up to a whole lot of the hype that people were expecting it to. Then comes Destiny 2, where people were hoping, okay, well, this is, they, they had to have learned from their mistakes. And I can give multiple, many uh, game reviewers who thought this way. That, you know, they would have learned from their mistakes and done better. And they did not. They gave us a very bland first portion of the game, which then had to be updated with DLCs. And it was only the second DLC that kind of made it a little bit better and then the third one made it even well actually made it better and then it took another dlc and then the dlc after that one that actually made it better so it's kind of like people are hesitant on trusting bungie and ooh, am i did i disconnect again yeah i'm not sure but Right, so they were hesitant on trusting Bungie and Activision on a whole. 
Well, people were always saying during this time that they were under Activision that, well, if Bungie was to like leave and start and start fresh and do their own thing, that you know they'd do a lot better because they wouldn't be under pressure from shareholders and Activision and making profit and which I mean the whole argument of making games is typically for pro profit, but there was a lot of issues when it came to Destiny Two from the inception aside from the lackluster gameplay the microtransactions uh that seriously boosted you earlier on before it got patched out um quite literally you could hit a really high light level just by buying a bunch of items and i mean overall it wasn't really anything that was worth the money in the beginning then we move forward like I said, they're now separate, and so now people are wondering what's going to happen. Like I said before, we may end up getting a, Halo, a new Halo series added into it. We may get a completely new game. But therein lies part of the problem. What now happens to Destiny? Destiny's the game that Activision essentially bought, and Destiny 2 is the game that Bungie made under Activision. So people are now questioning the, it, whether or not the Destiny series essentially will live on now that Bungie is doing their own thing. And admittedly, that's a little head iffy because for all we know, Activision may say, no, we're going to keep this and we're going to continue the IP or the intellectual property. Or they could just say, Destiny, you know, Bungie, you guys made this game, continue it on. Have a good life. We're not sure where that's going to really lead right now. And that's not a good place. Because I'm already seeing articles and people saying essentially, do not spend any more money on Destiny 2. Because much like how what happened with Destiny, the original, when it was bought out, nothing transferred over. There was no customizations, no cosmetics no weapons that you would have spent umpteen months weeks whatever it was working to grind out and raise to that level to start you out with and you know that makes sense even with games that do do continuity like guild wars for example when they rolled out guild wars 2 when you know all of your exotic weapons and stuff like that were able to transfer over the skins and so on and so forth well <sighs> While it's nice to have the skins, there's no real transmog system in Destiny. It's your weapons. There's, they just have skins for that particular weapon. You can't really put a different weapon skin over, your, over a completely different type of weapon. It just doesn't work like that. Nor does it work like that for other armor pieces. So that in itself... Mm, I can understand why that didn't happen. But the point that people are trying to get at now is that with Destiny 2 and Bungie now leaving Activision, it raises the question that if, if Bungie was to make another Destiny, what happens to our old items? Will we have a trans transition over? Will we have just a completely new game? Will they stop development on Destiny 2? And this is something that I'm surprised... Bungie did not come out and say 
directly. Like this, this is kind of not looking good on their part, in my own opinion, because you know, something like a press release, press release saying that you guys are leaving, I would add in there something to help the customer base feel safe that you know you guys are still going to be working on the product, or stating whether you're not going to, unless you plan not to and you just want people to continuously spend money and not really reap any benefits afterwards which it's kind of shady guys it's kind of shady now that being said i would honestly love it if halo was to come back because i haven't played a halo game Ooh. In a little over a decade now. Yeah, it's been about a decade now. Since I've played a Halo game. And that's sad. But. I can't really like hit that too hard. Because. There were elements of Destiny 2 that I did enjoy. And it would be great to see some. Now that they have the freedom. To really develop the game more as based on how they feel like it and not being pressured, it'd be great to see some more creativity. It'd be great to see some more uh, actually listening to the consumer base and actually fixing stuff and not just doing like overall patches or not doing much other than just cosmetic holiday stuff. Which, I mean, has its points, but at the same point, like the majority of the holiday stuff, I just never finished. I just didn't have any motivation to do it. There was nothing driving me to play the game like how the original Destiny the original Destiny did back when I originally played that, nor any of the Halo series. Which I mean, granted for how they built it, that motivated me a lot more than Destiny ever did. And maybe that's based because of how it was done, but Again, Destiny is almost a copy of Halo in a lot of ways. Just a different IP. Just a different name, for lack of better phrasing. And I don't know. It would be it would be really good to see them doing better with that going forward. I do wish Bungie all the best. Um and I do hope that they don't end up just disappearing, I guess you could say. Because while people are saying this can now be the benefit to Bungie because they can have this freedom, like I said earlier, this could actually also be the death of Bungie because now they don't have as much of a funding. Now they are actually back on their own. And that leaves some questions unanswered, which should have already been answered by now. It's been a day. Like, I would assume someone from PR would have said, you know, guys, we need to uh, put some stuff out there. But they haven't. And that's the issue. Uh, there's also the sudden movement, just like out of left field saying, hey, Bungie is now out of here. And so that leaves people wondering what's happening 
with Activision? Was it, uh, let me put it this way, and I'll, I'll, I'll quote the press release from what I saw. Today we're announcing plans for Bungie to assume full publishing rights and responsibilities for the Destiny franchise. Going forward, Bungie will own and develop the franchise, and Activision will increase its focus on owned IP and other projects. Activision and Bungie are committed to a seamless, seamless transition for the Destiny franchise and will continue to work together during the transition on behalf of the community of Destiny players around the world. So, that is the quote. Uh, that pretty much leaves them in a feel-good state, but at the same point, yeah, Bungie's left in control of Destiny, but that still doesn't mean that they're going to continue with it. They could say that and then change, and that's kind of the issue there, because we've seen changes like that from both of these companies before, which, again, doesn't bolster a whole lot of faith. Uh, this particular website, telegraph.co.uk, quotes, All very chummy, full of gracious thanks for the memories and interests of the fervent Destiny fans in mind, but if reports are to believe, the two parties are rather glad to see the back of each other. Uh, Sanctum Venom, it's what you said, that it's really good, it's really hard to get a game up and running after it's bombed, and that is so true because, well... That's where Destiny 2 is right now. And to be honest, the game has not really ever gotten up off of its feet since the initial launch. Even recent reports quite literally state that they have like a large percentage of players that have never come back after that initial game. So that's a lot of people that, you know... They played it, they didn't like it, they're not coming back. Because they already know what happened with Destiny. And they're seeing it happen again with Destiny 2. And they're calling it, well, a burning pile of trash. Or garbage, or whatever you want to call it. And, like I was saying, these companies, Activision and Bungie, are glad to see each other go. And to continue on with what Telegraph was saying, uh, Kotaku said that Bungie staff popped champagne and cheered when the announcement was made, apparently tired of the demanding annual schedule imposed by their overlords, while Activision has been publicly disappointed with Destiny's recent commercial performance. Pause. There again lies part of the issue. They have Activision has kept pushing Bungie to make these changes, like microtransactions and whatnot, which admittedly have gotten better over the, well, the past few months to where they're less intrusive, but they're still quite prominent. And, you know, that's Activision. That's what they do. They're all about shareholders. They're all about bottom lines. And it's really, really hard to make a game prosper under those kind of conditions and sanctum said it exactly it's exactly what they're doing to blizzard on a whole and bungie's no different from that um with blizzard exactly with her um heroes of the storm with the microtransactions and how they put it inside uh heroes of the storm 
uh, uh, Starcraft. Uh, they've technically made World of Warcraft a cash cow from a long, long time ago by actually allowing people to buy gold with real life money um, and pets and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, for the most part, Activision, they try to get as much money from you as possible. Then there's the whole Destiny Immortal thing, which we kind of talked on in the last episode. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, there was a $25 mount. There's a lot of, like, things, or mounts, or pets, or, like, little customization, cosmetic things, essentially, that you can buy in WoW, which is disgusting on some levels, but it makes sense because people want stuff. Sometimes they do it for charity, sometimes they don't. But the main point is with them actually selling gold was because of people like Chinese farmers and whatnot. And people go to these uh, third party websites, buy gold, and it would become an illegal transaction and people would get banned and funds would get deleted and so on and so forth. And so now you can actually just go and buy gold for yourself legally, which is still quite weird. Uh Continuing on with what Telegraph is saying, even in that sentence, it's easy to cast Activision as the villain here because they kind of are. That's my own words right there. And the internet, such as it is, was quick to make that the case. Fans are thrilled with the idea that Bungie will be unshackled from corporate greed, free to flex their creative muscle, and make the game that Destiny was always er, destined to be. And I, for one, still do not believe this will actually be the case. I I am still holding out against that because, like I said, they haven't really shown a whole lot of trust. Maybe it was their overlording from Activision, but maybe not. Remember, a lot of people have left Bungie over the years. A lot of people who made Halo the great series that it was. And they've been replaced by other people. So that's not really saying a whole lot. Now, they also go on to say that they suspect that the eventual truth of Destiny will be somewhat removed from the idyllic future some may be hoping for. Blaming everything that was wrong with Destiny 2 on Activision would be foolish. It's likely that as many of its perceived faults would have been from the development side as the publisher pressure to appeal to a wider audience and bring in more cash. Like it or not, AAA publishers exist for a reason, keeping money and marketing moving for blockbuster games. And titles of Destiny's magnitude, particularly long-running service games, need to make significant revenue in order to keep going, let alone improving. And therein lies part of the issue. What will Destiny do, or Bungie in this case, I should really and truly say, to keep the money going? Destiny 2 has already come out with like five different DLCs. People aren't playing the game as much as they used to. And that's because of how crappy the DLCs, the core game and the DLCs have been to the point where they've made the core game free. And now you're looking at your own company on its own running a failed, by some standards, game. And... 
how do you bounce back from that? Do you go more into microtransactions? Do you scrap the product project entirely and start fresh? Do you do a complete overhaul on stuff and actually make it the way that you guys wanted to and let the it would be great if they did much like what and I said this in the last episode, much like with Anthem and Final Fantasy and other companies like that, which actually let their consumers know via via streams, blogs, whatever it is, what's happening by the developers and what the plans are for the future. And I'm not sure we're going to get that. I, I do worry. Now, moving on to the Activision side of stuff. Now, while Activision, you know, was happy to cut off that IP address. Not, why did I say IP address? That um, IP. Let's see. Sanctum Venom is saying, is there any information about D2 being available on the Battle.net client with this move? Hey, Michael, how are you doing, man? Uh, Sanctum, there's actually no word on it at all. And that's what's kind of freaking me out a little bit. Because... That's where it's, it's sat for so long. So I'm not sure if they're going to end up making their own Bungie client, if it's going to still stay there because of some agreement like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Call of Duty is an Activision product, so it makes sense for it to still be on the Battle.net uh, launcher. But maybe this is Activision's way of saying that they're opening up their own store. Kind of, which they kind of alluded to earlier on when they did the whole Call of Duty thing. Uh, but there's no word as to what's actually happening. For all you know, we may actually end up finding inside Steam in the future. And it actually moves away from Battle.net. Or it can get its own launcher, like I said. Which would be kind of dumb, because there's only just Bungie. So unless it's like its own standalone launcher, like what they do with Final Fantasy and uh, Guild Wars and uh a few other like games like that now activision itself like i mentioned in our last episode has been having some issues all on their own everything from like executives leaving to people uh but to them trying to get rid of staff and so on and so forth and their issues <laughs> actually haven't stopped since it's actually gotten worse since bungie's left I'm going to get to that in just a second. Let me just read this comment. Michael says, do you see COD and other similar games taking the route of free-to-play like Fortnite? Honestly, I don't see Call of Duty going free-to-play simply because the majority of their funds, for the most part, comes from that initial purchase. Uh, Fortnite originally started as a story campaign game, which didn't really take off all that well. And the way that it went free was because of the Battle Royale system that they brought out. And that's what brought in people to really start playing the game. That's what brought it streamers and so on and so forth. And then that has allowed it to blow up. How they've then taken that to create money is from the microtransactions for uh, both the story side and the non-story side. So getting your dances, your gliders, your uh, outfits, so on and so forth for the uh, non-story Battle Royale side, and then for the story mode, which admittedly not a whole lot of people play anymore, but it's still a fun game to play nonetheless, is for like 
people to, well uh heroes essentially for your 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 story uh weapons plans traps so on and so forth you can actually buy that stuff in the story mode from the by spending real life money on v bucks to buy llamas and which you then smash the these are pinata llamas no animals were hurt in the making of that and um that's essentially how you do it so that's how they that's how they keep making money now cod for the longest time they were not really microtransaction uh it's only within like this past iteration or so that you kind of start to see some of the stuff like that in there um but it'd be a really hard sell for a lot of people to how should i put this switch over from fortnite to cod mainly because of the toxic nature of cod that's always been ingrained in cod games and not everyone's games well not everyone's systems can play cod fortnite's uh engine the reason why it looks the way it looks is because it's very easy to move between very low-end systems heck you can you can play fortnite on nintendo switch quite easily um you can play it on your phone quite easily and you can't really do that with call of duty just because of the graphics intensiveness of it all unless you really dumb down stuff uh so that would be my take on cod going free to play uh do let me know what you think though maybe you have a different view on that uh that being said though call of duty does make uh that is their uh annual money spinner or money maker for uh activision like that that one makes a ton of money just because people keep buying stuff and call of duty and spending time on it and so on and so forth uh then you know there's other stuff that they've been making money with like uh an agreement with dark souls developer from software with the upcoming shinobi game uh sekiro shadow of die twice sorry shadows die twice um and you know they, they have means to make money but activision kind of screwed up somewhere along the lines because now they're actually under investigation for well possible fraud and that's not a cool place to be in and if I read this particular part from Variety.com, they say that uh, they're under investigation for fraud following claims brought forth by company investors, law firm, the Pomerantis firm announced Monday. The investigation concerns whether Activision and concerns of its officers and directors engaged in securities fraud or other unlawful business practices. This comes in the wake of Activision, Activision's recent separation from Destiny developer Bungie. It goes on to say that, quote, and this is the press release, on January 11, 2019, the company disclosed that it would be separating from its design and development partner Bungie Inc. and that Bungie will assume full publishing rights and responsibilities from the Destiny franchise. So on and so forth. Bungie has developed the Destiny franchise with Activision as publisher. In the first five days of the Destiny franchise's release, it sold $325 million in retail. Uh, 
Following this announcement, Activision's stock price fell sharply during in-day trading on January 11th, 2019, which was yesterday as when we're recording this episode, and so that's when Bungie left. Uh, Bungie goes on to say essentially that we have enjoyed a successful eight-year run and would like to thank Activision for their partnership on Destiny. Looking ahead, we're excited to announce plans for Activision to transfer publishing rights to, for Destiny to Bungie. With our remarkable Destiny community, we are ready, ready to publish our own while Activision will increase their focus on IP product, owned IP product, projects. The plan transition process is already underway in early stages with Bungie and Activision both committed to making sure that handoff is seamless as possible. In a filing with the SEC, no, this is ending off there. They then go on to say that in a filing with the SEC last week, Activision wrote that as a result of the deal, the company does not expect to recognize material revenue, operating income, or operating loss from the Destiny franchise in 2019. So, herein lies some of the other problems. For the starters, we don't actually know what the fraud is based on. Um, it, it just pretty much references that, you know, Activision Blizzard is forthcoming split from Bungie and the resulting drop in Activision stock prices and then mentions the investigation. Well, pretty much all details on the investigation are, for the most part, absent. Uh, this doesn't help the fact that, you know, while the company is getting rid of, well, staff from customer service and a bunch of other areas to try and cut costs and save money to give investors and apparently their executives because they recently got a new executive and he is going to be getting a sign-on bonus essentially for 15 million dollars what huh you are a company that is trying to save your costs and you're giving someone a sign-in check for 15 million dollars do you realize that apple ceo only makes three million dollars a year in cash that's not going into the other stuff but just in cash he makes three million dollars and you're giving this guy 15 million what i'm sorry like that's hurting my head and it's hurting a lot of other people's heads too because they're kind of in a little uprage about it because it just doesn't make sense you're quite literally cutting off a bunch of stuff from a bunch of different ips you're killing off esports you're reshuffling people with overwatch but at the same time i did notice that they put up a an ad on the launcher to say that they're looking for highly skilled engineers um, using Torbjorn as like the reference for an engineer for Overwatch. Uh, that being said, you know, let's let's actually take a look at that. Battle 
Blizzard app still shows up. Okay, whatever. Uh, waiting for this. Ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You you heard me right, Jackie. This just does not make a whole lot of sense. On a whole. On a whole. Now, let's see. Overwatch. So I'm just going to the Blizzard launcher here so I can actually get that link properly to then share that with you guys. Well, share what it says and what these positions are. So... The launcher is being a little sluggish for me right now. So if I open up the job openings page on Blizzard, they have for art and animation, 3D character modeler, and UI artist for Overwatch. Now these are all Overwatch stuff. For engineering, lead engineer, lead software engineer, senior software engineer. Uh, for the engine, gameplay, server, tools, and then software engineers for audio and engine. They're also looking for someone for game UX designer for game design, uh, an associate software engineer for audio for new grads, grad, um, graduates, a business analyst, a production director, and a writer for Overwatch. Because, you know, they totally didn't make things, well, a lot of people upset when they found out that Soldier 76 was now gay. For whatever reason. I mean, they're probably the same people that were upset when they found out that Tracer was also gay. Uh, well, lesbian. But, I mean, it's whatever. I'll still play Tracer. I'll still play Tracer. I'll still play 76. They're just characters. It's not that big a deal for me. Uh, but... You also have their other stuff. So let's actually take a look at Heroes of the Storm. Oh, wait. Heroes of the Storm is not actually having any openings because they're shifting people out. But they have openings for World of Warcraft. They have openings for Overwatch. They have openings for Hearthstone, for Diablo, for Diablo Immortal, for the classic games, and for Activision Blizzard Esports Leagues. Which is interesting because <laughs> for the corporate administration for uh, the eSport League, they have executive assistant, but it's temporary. For marketing and sales, they have a director for both CM strategy and analy analytics, along with partner solutions. This is seemingly very odd for someone that's getting rid of stuff for eSports. If we take a look at the Diablo Immortal game, we see that they need a lead artist and a senior quest designer. Meaning that they probably lost the people who, or they got shifted over to somewhere else. For the Diablo series, the main one, we have a bunch of openings for art and animation, engineering, game design, new grad roles, and production. Then you've got Stuff like Hearthstone, which is pretty much, well, one of their bigger esports games. And guess what? They only have seven positions open. A senior concept artist, uh, two engineer slots for build automation and tools, 
and then four internship slots for final design, initial design, mission design, and UX UI design. So these are not really that intensive stuff. So I do have to wonder like what is happening by the way, if you're wondering about the overwatch league itself, that by the way, also has six positions open two for esports player relations coordinator for the Korean fluency, which is temp senior business operations manager for franchises and competition. Uh, then you have global insights for an analyst. You have marketing sales for brand manager and senior manager for digital content and then public relations assistant, which is another temp position. All in all, it leaves me wondering what direction Activision is going to be taking. And this company is one that just does not say these things very well to its people to the point where, like I mentioned in our last episode, Quite literally, they shook people's jobs out from underneath them without giving them any word of advance. Quite literally, streamers, hosts, and umpteenth pe- and so many other people who were in the um, Heroes of the Storm community found out, woke up one morning, they had no job. Thanks, Blizzard. You totally gave us a head up there. And... Now they're under investigations for fraud. Is it insider trading? Is it what? Like we would. So I'll say that again. From what I've seen, uh, this and them saying that it's officers and or directors have engaged in securities fraud or other unlawful business practices. Um, and them mentioning the stock prices and so on and so forth. The only thing that really comes to mind is that their their officers and directors and or directors, I should say, would have sold their stock off knowing and having insider knowledge that they were going to be getting rid of Bungie. Knowing that they were going to be getting rid of Bungie was going to drop the stock prices almost in like without a question. So that's probably the reason why right there. So. At least that's what comes to my mind when I, from what I know about stock, uh, stock fraud or securities fraud, that is typically what happens. And that is one of the reasons why companies like Enron, well, they crashed hard. Um, and Enron was one of the biggest companies in the world back then. In this case, it's Activision and Activision is one of the biggest gaming companies in the world. Uh, it's not the biggest. That would probably be Tencent. But Activision's quite up there. Now, it'd be interesting to see what eventually happens from this particular case, along with what is going to be happening with Bungie and them moving forward with Destiny, if they are, or what games are they decide to do with. What are they going to be doing with the launcher? Um, and how are you actually going to be accessing Bungie? Um, I know this will probably break a lot of third-party stuff as well because some stuff ties into Battle.net to get that that information. So some of your favorite third-party websites for Destiny 2 will probably break in this time as well, which is not great. And um, 
honestly, like Activision just needs to do better. Like you guys need to be more transparent. You guys actually need to talk to your community. Bungie, you guys need to do the same. Like, it's great that you guys are saying you're going to be working on stuff, but we need more information than, oh, we're going to be working and we have a great community. Are you guys going to be continuing this? What's happening with Destiny 3? Will there be more DLCs for Destiny 2? Uh, what's like, what's happening with the launcher? Like, what's happening with microtransactions? What's, what are your plans going forward? They haven't given us any of this. So we're kind of in a state where we need to kind of wait and be patient, I guess. And <laughs> that's not where the internet likes to be. We like to have our information here and now. That's the internet. So, well, folks, we will have to see what the dice rolls for both companies. And for Blizzard, I should also add, because Blizzard's still part of that entire thing, too, because it's still under Activision. Though that'll be interesting to see them pull out on their own. That probably will never happen, though. They'll probably be sold to someone else before that happens, which is kind of sad when you really think about it. But, guys, that is it. For this episode of esports wrap uh if there are any updates on this do feel free to check out our twitter which is twitter.com slash moar underscore cookies if you missed any part of this episode in a few days well probably two days you'll probably find this episode up on youtube at youtube.com slash more cookies or our website moarcookies.com or if you like to listen to podcasts, you can listen to it there as well. And uh, that's essentially it. Don't forget, you know, guys, Esports Wrap is every Tuesday at 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our sister show, More Tech, is on every Thursday at, East, at 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, you know, feel free to join us on our Discord where we can actually have conversations about some of this stuff at any time that you want. Which is, if you are on Twitter, on Mixer, it's right underneath this video. It's in the description. Click it and feel free to join. Until next time, guys. This is more cookies. Take care.